baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Support for Tech's podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped is taking over the world and is now available in all of Europe, Canada, UK, and Australia. Get 20% off and free shipping with our code TAGS, T-A-G-S, at manscaped.com. Press record. What is going on? You are listening to Tag's podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve V, and this is episode 218 alongside Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good on this Monday night when we record it. And in for Lincoln this week is Tag's live co-host, Cody Maurice Daggett. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm wonderful. Hello, hello. You know, we want to send our our warmest prayers, thoughts out to our co-host, our friend Lincoln, who lost his mother. Um, and we want to send our prayers and love for him during this time as he goes through this. Um, but we're Definitely sending it, we're, we're thinking, thinking about you. you. Yeah, absolutely. He messaged us just a little bit ago. He's hanging in there and he will be back. But our thoughts and our prayers are with him. Um, Let's get into, I wanted to make a shout out that I didn't realize this, but it's Transgender Awareness Week, which started November 13th and goes through the 19th. And a way to celebrate it is by a film that I wrote about today. It's a documentary that comes out on Wednesday, and it's called Born to Be. It is such, I highly recommend this movie, you guys. It's really good. I'll just read you a little bit of what I wrote. That I write, the T in LGBTQ for the transgender community continues to be the focus this week as we celebrate Transgender Awareness Week. And Tania Cipriano's new documentary, Born to Be, shines a light on the trans community and the tremendous great lengths many trans people embark on to obtain personal acceptance of who they identify as, which often involves gender-affirming surgery. 
Although the mm. film states clearly and early on in the film that not all individuals who identify as transgender desire or want this type of surgery, there is still a subgroup of the community who sees this as a necessary road to embark on to complete their identity. For some, this can also include feminization surgery for trans women to achieve the visceral external face that matches the internal identity, as is the case of mahogany featured in Born to Be. And at the center of Born to Be is Dr. Jess Ting. He's a Juilliard trained bass player, of all things, turned trailblazing surgeon. And today he leads Mount Sinai Hospital's Center for Transgender Medicine and Surgery here in New York City. Ting, who co-parents two children, fell into gender-reaffirming surgery when no one else wanted to embark on it. In other words, he was asked, and he said, sure. Wow. He hadn't, didn't know any transgender people, didn't really understand their, the plight of transgender people, and through science and through learning and realizing that so many transgendered people commit suicide because of their identity, mm. he really stepped up to the plate and now runs this huge, amazing center. And they can't keep up with the amount of calls they get to at least have a meeting with him. And so it's really a touching documentary not only on the doctor and the science of it but it really does shine a great light on the various age groups that of trans people whether it's male to female vice versa and i learned so much too including that term uh gender the i think it's the reassignment uh yeah, surgery so yeah, that was really good. I highly recommend it. It comes out this Wednesday virtually. I have the article up on tagspodcast.com and you can watch it and proceeds go to the film the film forum that's showing it. So your money does go to a good place and you'll learn a lot as well. Amazing. Very cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get into some hot gay sex topics and Oraquick. Do you guys know what Oraquick is? The HIV where you can yes, test. The, it's yeah. a rapid home test. Exactly. They have an article out, six ways to think about hooking up safely in the time of a pandemic. And a lot of the different ways, I'll just list a lot of them, is know your HIV status. Of course, they're Oraquick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, revamp your dating app profile is another one. Socially distant dating. Cody, I have some questions for you on that. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Socially distant sex, and obviously the don't date if you're not feeling well, and just talk about sex too, which is what we do on this show. Yes. And I guess in general, with the first know your HIV status, Jeremy, you've always been such a proponent of when you were a part of the NYU study, you would mm-hmm. also get tested more often than not, not just for HIV, but for S. STIs. Mm-hmm. And do you think in this time frame when people may or may not be seeking their general practitioner that maybe they're not getting checked up as regularly and that could affect dating or, or potentially sex with a partner? I, I would assume so. I think uh, because a lot of people are trying to practice staying home. Uh, I did see something that I forgot to run by you that was... Uh, the 
the queer eye for the straight guy, the the one with the long hair. Oh he, yes, he's been on advertisements for uh, yes. Yeah, What's his name? Yes, John has been Baroness? on Ness. Yes, he's been on advertising for uh, something that I just came across online that was uh, a mail-in STD testing, and oh. I thought that's really cool that I've never seen before. I'm, I'll have to uh, send you the the link yeah. to it and. Uh, Where you could essentially check like this Oraquick. Yes, exactly. So it really does perform the functions that Oraquick does, but it's not for HIV. It's for uh, STIs in general. And uh, you sign up for it. You get a pre, uh, like a preliminary questionnaire that you answer. And then uh, they have doctors on board. And then what they do is they mail you in uh, the test and you take it yourself and then mail it back. So at least this way, if you know that you have something or you get a positive result back, then you know that you should see your GP to get treatment rather mm -hmm. than being in the unknown when you're staying, practicing staying home for the most part. I agree. And I think that's such a good, we should look into that and send me the links when you find Definitely. that and we'll post it. I think it's really important because, yeah, I think a lot of people, I noticed even with my own doctor that he forego, he, in other words, he rewrote uh, a prescription for me for my prep, even though I hadn't got my three month check. Well, I hadn't really had sex, so mm -hmm. he didn't feel the need and he was getting booked up with other appointments, COVID appointments and such. And I would yeah. imagine that's happening a lot with other doctors and doctor patient relationships, but he went ahead and just kind of slid that through <laughs> Which is fine because, I, like I said, I haven't been having a lot of sex, so mm -hmm. I'm fine. But I think if you can take matters into your own hands, like the Oroquick or like this STI testing, I think it's kind of good and important. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Cody, one of the things that, that, number two, they say revamp your dating app profile. Okay. And, and I was looking at my crusty old picture, and I said <laughs> before that I don't go on the... the apps that much but i have been obviously in this pandemic going on a little bit more and i'm like that tired old picture that's been up there and it does do you think there is something to be said about updating your pictures and keeping fresh content out there oh for sure not only is it to gain more visibility as far as your profile goes because i always get hit up 10 times more when I change my profile picture, it's like, oh, wow, new fresh meat in, in, in the neighborhood, <laughs> which is not the case at all. I'm the same old meat as before. But also, like little me. <laughs> <laughs> but also because, uh, like everybody else, I've gained that COVID-15. So I want to present the most recent aspect of myself. I don't want anybody to be, to, to have a, negative viewpoint of me like i'm not presenting myself factually on these dating apps like f by having pictures that are up there from a month and a half ago two months ago when i was actually in the the best shape that i that i've ever been in actually i was looking at old pictures of myself i was like wow she was snatched 
<laughs> well, I'm we're, sure that 15 filled in the right places. Oh, um, I mean, my booty definitely got bigger, but uh, some other things got bigger too. <laughs> Listen, I'm about to turn a big birthday coming up in January, and I was looking at the last monumental birthday I had when I was turning 40. 10 years ago and I was uh-huh. like who was that and it was yeah. me but I was so lean and sculpted in a different way and so I think you can often use yourself as inspiration in other words why put that picture of that guy that's going to help you get that six-pack use pictures of yourself to motivate yourself of what you know your body has the potential to be that's true it kind of makes me sad a little bit too. I <laughs> I look back and I'm like, oh, I just want to cry a little bit. I used to be so beautiful. No, I, I'm <laughs> a joke. I'm still beautiful. You are. And Jeremy, think- one of the things that it also says is don't use wording like, quote, clean or, quote, bug free if talking about your sexual health because it's mm-hmm. hurtful to HIV positive members of our community, which I didn't think of that, and fuels stigma and HIV discrimination. If this is news to you, check out U equals U. You'll be glad you did. Yeah. Um, what do you think of that? I definitely agree. I've always, uh, I've always kind of knew that it was just not an accurate, very, just not the the right terminology to use when just saying your status in general. And I think it also, in an indirect way, puts down other people that may mm-hmm. already be positive and undetectable. And so I think it's an uneducated way to just throw around terminology and slang and it's not something that I've ever used personally and I don't consider somebody that is undetectable or HIV positive to be dirty so I think on the flip side saying that you're clean is not a accurate way to depict your results and it's and it's just also not a very kind way in in thinking of other people yeah, it's and it's actually it means yeah, those nothing. People really, clean get blocked for sure. Yeah, and it means absolutely nothing. I mean, clean means to me you took a bath. Exactly, you're, <laughs> you're well showered, and your nuts are, and, and your nuts don't smell. Like, right, <laughs> I take one every on day. Some, and you put on some manscaped and got twenty percent off. That's like right. sponsor. Get that ball juice over yeah. there. It's good smelling over there. <laughs> You know, Cody, one of the things it also suggests is social, socially distant dating. And I know in talking to you on Tags Live a lot, you've gone on several dates in this pandemic. Can you just tell us how you've socially distant when you've met some people and how that's worked out for you? Well, in the beginning, I wasn't very practiced in socially distant dating. Um, I have be- since become more and more knowledgeable and able to control myself, shall we say, because (laughs) I think my first date, I was all over him after one drink, but (laughs) six feet, bitch. (laughs) Six feet in. Wait, what? (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, after that first date, I would always, all our, well, all of my dates have always been outside. You know me, I always, I have such a problem with being inside with people that I'm not familiar with or what have you. Mm -hmm. But we would always be at least three feet apart. No more kissing is after those first couple dates. What else? 
And yeah, I've had a couple mass kisses though through the mask, which is awkward, but it, it kind of got me going a little bit after not being touched for so long. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love that. Through the mask kiss. It, it does more than you think it does. Interesting. Interesting. And then I guess you make a concerted effort when you meet them, you meet them with your mask on. At some point, obviously, mm -hmm. if you're having outdoor dining or drinks, you take your mask off. Yeah, and are you comfortable with that? Yes. Do you have a do you ever have a conversation about, oh, I'm healthy and get that out of the way so that you yeah, don't you wonder, even though it's not a guarantee? Yeah, you discuss your what your what precautions you're taking as far as COVID is concerned to protect yourself. But not only to, to protect yourself, but to protect other people that are around you, too. So it's all about being conscientious of what's going on with people mm -hmm. in these times. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so moving on, there is a sex educator out that he's very hot, by the way. He right? He's goes, so His gorgeous. name is Court. Yeah, I sent Cody the the link. Uh, meet Court Vox. He's a sex and intimacy coach who, for years, has been educating his clients for a variety of reasons, with one thing in mind: for them to leave more to leave more knowledgeable about their body and or partner's bodies as they did before. And Instinct Magazine chatted with them, and it's a really good article. How he's actually quite busy in this pandemic talking about with his clients. And the question that really sparked me is they asked him, do you think the world of sex will forever be changed due to this pandemic? He's quoted as saying, I think so. Yes. And in a great way, masturbation and self-pleasuring definitely became a hot topic of discussion on social media with positive and shame-free messages of encouragement around it. I think this is really the first time I've seen anything like that happen. As great as masturbation is, I think many of us are craving connection, touch, and sensation from others in an amplified way. The realization of how important touch is to us has become more apparent as it has largely been taken away. And as we come out of this, now is the time to try that thing you've always wanted to try, get better at expressing your desires in and out of the bedroom, and tackle issues head on. And I, he says, I promise within those challenging issues are some really sexy discoveries waiting to unfold. So there's kind of two parts in that answer. And <clears throat> Jeremy, I'm just curious. You know, we obviously talk a lot about sex. We talk about masturbation on this show. Have you mm -hmm. noticed just in general a more relaxed vibe from either not just us, but maybe friends or, I don't know, maybe family members that the conversation of sex and masturbation has loosened up or a little less uptight given the pandemic that we're in? Yeah, I definitely have. I've seen, <clears throat> I think in general across the board, it's something that, it is less chastised now, I would say. And I also think just less of a secret. And it, I don't know, it becomes a conversation piece. And I think it's practiced by certain people a lot more often now than it ever was before, which is an excellent thing. And something I've always practiced a lot, just because, just by choice, really. Mm-hmm. I agree. It seems we've loosened up a lot about that, and it used to be such a shameful... 
baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Thing, and I know... It can seem like we're in a bubble here on Tag's podcast because this is what we talk about. But yeah. even Cody, when we had Zoe Legan on, mm-hmm. a female sex expert like this guy, she talked openly about the importance of personal pleasure. And I remember carrying that conversation off to my sister, which we don't really talk about. We talk about sex but not specifics and she was like hey i'm gonna check out zoe's website because zoe sells sex toys and i felt very comfortable talking about it that maybe in the past i wouldn't have been even with somebody as close as my sister have you noticed that loosening up as well for certain people i feel like it has loosened up a bit but i don't know that i am talking to my sister about sex anytime (laughs) soon she's just not that kind of we, we're close, but we don't have that kind of relationship, unfortunately. And who knows if another six months, if we're going through this pandemic, we might actually have this conversation. I might like be like, girl, how many dildos did you buy during the pandemic? <laughs> I Just curious, Jeremy, you have brothers who are all heterosexual, I believe, are you more comfortable talking to them about sex in general, or is it still kind of how it always was? You just don't so, avoid that. I have two young brothers that I don't definitely not talk about sex to, but my uh, closest in age brother, we're five years apart. So he's uh, turning 25. Uh, he, <clears throat> we talk about it. We talk about it together and his fetishes with his girlfriend. And we talk about different lubricants and things like that. So, I mean, for me and him and I are open with that conversation and we have no problem talking about it. And he was telling me about how he got like a, his girlfriend is a nurse. Mm -hmm. So for some reason he gets like turned on by just like a little nurse outfit and shit like that. Oh, that's amazing. I thought it was hilarious and I thought it was like cute and funny because it's my little brother. And we are we are very similar in that realm of just like we like dress up. We like someone to get dressed up for us. And I love the same thing. 
So mm-hmm. we've talked about that. And then he, we've talked about like edible lube or just what lubes are good and which ones aren't. And he agrees with me with silicone lube that we both love that. Uh, what is it called? The wet platinum, but that it ruins your bedding and sheets. So just yes. little things like that we, we talk about in conversation. And people could try our sponsored lube, Pure, P-J-U-R dot U-S, and get 20% off of all their lube. And they have different lubes, which is kind of cool. Yes, they do. They have, uh, they so they sent us a really good sampling, and I haven't had the chance to use it with anyone, but their, it. their silicone is it. amazing also. And they also have one that's called Analyze for either somebody that it's their first time or somebody that isn't ready to take a huge dick that is definitely a helpful one and go to pure.us and use our promo code at checkout for 20 percent off talk gay sex um it sounds like the second part of his answer when the guy was talking about the real the uh as we come out of this meaning the pandemic now is the time to try that thing you always wanted to try get better at expressing your desires in and out of the bedroom and tackle issues head on your brother jeremy sounds like you two have been doing that which is really great and i think that's what we kind of need is to kind of explore it if nothing else the communication of it cody do you see yourself wanting to try new things as we come out or or are you really missing that touch factor that so many of us have been lacking for so long without boyfriends i am definitely missing that touch factor and matter of fact i think that my dick is tired of me he's like don't touch me anymore (laughs) (laughs) um but i think i think that this time that we have we've had to ourselves has allowed us to explore what we want in, in a partner and what mm-hmm. we want sexually and what we really enjoy and what turns us on. So basically it's allowed us to explore more and basically just slow down and take our time and look at what really turns us on and gets us off. I love it. Yeah, I would agree. I'm missing that human connection, but I'm definitely talking more about it, not only just with the show, but like I said, so many people in my life and we did have that i've never really been into glory holes but we cody and i we had that guest brian bennett on who talks about his portable glory hole and i really do i was telling you jeremy and lincoln the other day about it and Mm -hmm. how i would have somebody i would put it up in my bathroom and have them come in and go underneath it and i would lock them in there (laughs) and i think i know i think i want to try that hostage (laughs) i want to (laughs) get I don't want them roaming around in my apartment. No, uh, I agree with you. I think that's I get like it. a fun idea. Plus, they once they get in there, they can wash their hands because they've just come off the street. They can get always that hand sh- sanitizer out, bitch. <laughs> yep, it'll all be ready for them. They can take, take a shower. Take a shower, exactly. Use the restroom, and then I can release them. We'll have both released. I think I'm going to make it a part of my holiday planning. And I'm looking forward to it. The world is about to get a lot less hairy. That's right, folks. You can now purchase Manscaped products. If you haven't had access to Manscaped thus far, you've gone years without using the right tools for the job. I can just tell you from personal experience, at the beginning of this pandemic, I was cutting and using clippers to buzz my hair, which on the sides, I think I did a decent job. But the back of my head was a 
complete whack job. I remember one lonely night getting a little too eager to trim as if it wasn't enough to have butchered my scalp. Now I use the same clippers for my head to trim my hairy ball sack. Yup, big mistake. And thank goodness I was quarantined to avoid scaring off any potential hookups. Well, if you haven't tried Manscaped's Lawnmower 3.0, the electric trimmer, you've been missing out. This is the greatest ball hair trimmer on planet Earth, according to Rogan. The third generation trimmer features cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents to keep your nuts smooth like a baby's butt. What? When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. Have you tried their weed whacker, nose and hair trimmer yet? You can now keep your nose and ear hair looking as nice as your clean shaven pubes. Let's get that bush to tush clean so you can be prepared at all times. Get 20% off plus free shipping with our code TAGS. T-A-G-S. Go to manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with our code TAGS. T-A-G-S. Your balls will thank you. Well, our last hot gay sex topic comes from Andy Cohen, if you can believe it. Oh, I know boy. you're jumping for joy, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, it's fascinating that talking bobblehead, Andy Cohen, I didn't write this, is now speaking out on top and bottom labels being outdated. When he was when he has said that he's a top in numerous interviews over the past couple of years, the Watch What Happened live host discussed his all of a sudden type type of views with Attitude Magazine, where the Bravo mainstay appears in the October issue. Quote, I've been thinking about the whole bottom top thing. There's a lot of bottom shaming going on, he said. It's a question that I've been asked and I've answered over the years, and I feel the question has become out of date. And the reason why is because what defines sex anyway? The 50-year-old goes on to talk about how his definition of sex was just about intimacy and how it can be achieved in many different ways. So the connotation about being a top or a bottom, I think for the person, the spectator who from the outside or who can just be looking to make a generalization, it insinuate who's the man and who's the woman, which mm-hmm. obviously is outdated. Yes, I don't know, Jeremy, do sure. you agree with him on this one? I do agree with him. I'm glad he came out of the woodwork and had something good to say. <laughs> <laughs> for once, right? <laughs> right. You can tell how he feels about him. Yes, exactly. I yes, I, I agree too. We talk a lot, yeah, Jeremy, because you know we talk a lot on this show about gender roles, and we've talked about bottom shaming a lot on this show before. So it's kind of what he's talking about, right? Yeah, and I I agree with it, and I think that it's it's a good message, and I'm glad that he had that positive energy to put out there in the universe. I agree. And Cody, you know, I was talking with a friend of mine the other day and we were talking just about this, about sex and what constitutes sex. And my friend said, well, I don't necessarily always think, and this person's primarily top when he wants to do that. But he said, almost without even knowing this article, said, well, I consider sex when I'm having a shower with somebody and he was telling me how he likes to eat guys' asses out. And one of his favorite things to do is to take a guy that he likes, bring him into his shower, 
clean, <laughs> soap each other's bodies up, and then bend him over and eat his ass out and jerk off and have the guy jerk off and come. And to him, that's one of his favorite sex things to do. And even though, like we just said, there's no top bottom in that scenario I just displayed, but he considers that sex. And I said, you know what? You're right. That isn't, that is sex to me too. And yeah. Do you think we, for so long, Cody, have got caught up, gotten caught up in the top bottom conversation and, and not call sex for what is? I, I agree with him that, that, it, that is, is, is a place where top bottom doesn't really have a place but I think that the labels top and bottom still serve a purpose. I mean, I still agree with what Andy said. I being what a lot of people would consider to be a feminine top, a blouse, if you will. Ooh, <laughs> is that what they call it? A blouse? Yeah, yes, you called me a blouse a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very pretty blouse, I'd say. <laughs> well, thank you, darling. I got all the ruffles. Chiffon and all. Yeah. <laughs> a pussy a pussy bow. Pussy, pussy bow. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got one of those. <laughs> I can't I with think... you too. <laughs> <laughs> um I I don't think it's anybody business anybody's business what goes on behind closed doors. And I think that a lot of the labels that come into play with the whole top bottom are just really antiquated and I think they should have been let go a long, long time ago. I'm a feminine top. I don't necessarily, I'm not the most masculine man in the world, but I love eating some ass and, and drill, drilling some ass. So uh, that is what makes me a top. It's not whether I'm a masculine person or whether I'm a feminine person. And I agree with you too. I don't think we should totally get rid of those those labels top and bottom if you want to be getting topped or top or you want to get you know I you think want to bottom it's then valuable it's for, for people when it's appropriate right when you want to do that i think it's valuable for when you want to do that for people to know if you if you align with one another as far as oh i am a top and oh that certain pop that person maybe has to be a bottom basically mm-hmm Right. And and there are positions that oftentimes many of us fall into, but there's a lot like when we talk to Dr. Goldstein, who really encourages guys to just explore your ass region and play with toys. And you might be wanting to try that sometime bottom, but it doesn't mean you're a bottom all the time. Exactly. It's It can come into place when you want to because I'm definitely a, a top that likes to have his ass eaten, for sure. <laughs> okay. For somebody that is <laughs> Just barely put it, it out there. through a mask, <laughs> this is a big jump. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm talking about the mask post-COVID, pre-COVID. <laughs> what was that, guys? <laughs> I said, is that mask over the hole while you get it eaten? <laughs> there you go. Right. Exactly. They, they have the... the, uh, the leather mask that's going on you know the face mask that you put over your entire head they have that going yes, with the oh, tongue out. Right. yeah the gimp mask i love it well let's read last week's poll questions to report on what people were saying we asked the question was dave chappelle's trump getting coronavirus was like when freddie mercury got aids Nobody was like, how did he get it was that outdated ignorant and homophobic and everybody said absolutely 
Richard says, I am really upset with SNL right now. Twice they gave bad hosts that have made what I consider homophobic jokes. First, Bill Burr. That's right. We reported on that, too. And now Chappelle, mm-hmm. which shouldn't be surprising based on previous jokes by both of them. And Alan says, I don't think either AIDS or COVID-19 are a source of humor. Yeah. Totally agree. Alan, question two we asked on this week's tag, or last week's actually, um, host Stevie shares more on the boy from the kettlebell class having crushes. Oh, wait, no, that was, let me just read the right. That was my after show. Let me just get to the right question. Based on our story, we reported that New Mexico's Roger Montoya, who won a seat in the House of Representatives, had a porn past 40 years ago. Do you believe porn stars of today could run for office? Explain more. Um, Most of you said absolutely. One couple of you said not really. Um, Somebody wrote, why not? If we can have a porn star for first lady, why not a congressman or two? (laughs) (laughs) I want to know that person. (laughs) Yes. And then somebody else wrote, depends a lot on where they are running. I think in many places there are people who still gauge sex as a as a moral compass. And that's sad. I agree. And our last question was, let me just find that. Do you agree with the therapists that say narcissists watch more porn? And most all of you said not really. So, and I think that's where we were at, Jeremy. Too, yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. I agree with that. I'm. I watch way too much porn to be a narcissist, and I'm. I don't think I'm that narcissist. I don't think you're a narcissist at all. Thank you, darling. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thanks for playing. This has been a lot of fun. You can take this week's poll, which will be always based on the topics we talk on Tags Podcast and Tags Live. It comes out on Thursday. Go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Plus, every week we have an after show that's a lot of fun where we get a little more personal on the week's topics and get a, to know us a little bit more, which is a lot of fun. Also, patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex. Don't forget, join Cody and I this Wednesday for Tags Live. Yeah. Every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. Go to get vocal, V O K L forward slash channel forward slash tags live cody thank you for filling in this week we really appreciate it i'll talk to you on wednesday yes for sure boo you can follow him at mr maurice that's m-i-s-t-a-h maurice on instagram jeremy ross lopez thank you so much as always of course and follow Jeremy at J Ross Lopez. And thanks, Jeremy. I saw you sent me the link to the STI yes. story. So I will post that on tagspodcast.com, where you can also follow us on all social media at tagspodcast. Thanks, you guys. This was a lot of fun. Continue being safe. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. But keep it sexy. And we'll talk to you real soon. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single... 
double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.